0: or some place, but I forgot where I'm going. I'm headed somewhere, but I don't know where. This person, too, is in equal danger. So just as we cannot imagine such a thing, that a person is driving somewhere, but he doesn't know where he's going to, or he's still driving, but he forgot where he's going to. Unfortunately, this is the general situation in terms of our life, that we are all headed to a destination. There is no doubt about that. Every single human being on the face of this earth knows that there is one part of this destination that he is definitely going to reach. Every one of us knows that. But we generally in day-to-day life forget about it. The first destination that every single human being will face is the destination of the cover. Death is going to come to everybody. Malakul Moth is behind the person's head. When a person's time is, only Allah Ta'ala knows, we have no idea, we have no guarantee for tonight, we have no guarantee for tomorrow. But when that moment comes, nobody can then delay it. Allah Ta'ala says when the appointed time comes, they can't bring it forward for one moment, can't take it back one moment, it will come, it will come on its side. But that is our first destination. But a Mu'min, his Iman, his yaqeen is that that's not the end of the destination. That is only the beginning of the eternal life. In terms of the Akhirat. that is afterlife is now commenced. And now this will carry on. It is the state of the Qabr. And then it will be the day of Qiyamah that will come. When every person will be resurrected, brought back to life. On the Day of Judgment and every person will be made to account for his deeds and then there's the destination of Jannah. Allah Taala take us to Jannah safely, Allah forbid. if a person didn't make it to Jannah, then it's the destination of the Hanham. Allah Taala save us from that. Now these are our destinations, the grave is one station in between and we have Inshallah, headed to the destination of Yemen. That's what we want to get to. But like a person who is driving in this world, you ask him where he's going, he says, I forgot. So obviously, if he forgot, he's not going to take the right road. He's going to take some turns, is going to take him in a very different direction. Likewise, we often forget that the station of power is coming and we are headed towards, and we're hoping to head towards Yemen directly. For that we have to be conscious of this all the time we have to remember where we are going and in a lot of places there will be crossroads like a person driving now, there's a turn either his left or right which direction does he take all the time he has to keep checking he's taking double precautions if he's not familiar with the road he's got his gps on because he doesn't want to make any mistakes he doesn't take the wrong turn anyway he wants to get safely to his destination so likewise, in this journey of life, we are all on this journey. We are all Musafir, and every moment we are traveling, we are traveling towards Akhirat. We don't want to take any turns, even that mistake in the wrong direction. And all the time we are in these crossroads. And the person is fast asleep in the midst of that sleep, or in the deepest part of that sleep. Suddenly now is there at crossroads the Muslim has called out the Adhan for Fajr and he has proclaimed al-salah, Hayya al Salah, Hayya al Falah come towards Salah, come towards success now there's a turn to take here turn into greater and deeper sleep or the turn to wake up and go to the house of Allah now a person all the time has to be making these choices which turn he takes at the time of Dhulhar, Asr, Maghrib, Isha which turn does he take, does he take the turn towards what Allah is calling, or does he take the term to something else, to his, whatever work and occupation might be towards his entertainment, love. Then a person in day-to-day life is all the time faced with various situations, something that is permissible, or opposite to it, something that is harm, impermissible. There's one deal somebody wants to do with him, that deal is something that he can take a lot of money in a moment. He can make a million in a moment But he can see all the haram elements involved in that There's interest involved, there's some deception involved There's so many haram issues involved in it Now what term does he take? Does he take the term towards the Command of Allah that وَلَا تَأَكُرُوا أَمْوَالَكُمْ مَيْنَكُمْ يِلْبَقْدِ Don't eat up anybody's wealth wrongfully Or, for example, the aspect about interest وَلَرُوا مَا بَقْدِي مِنَ مُؤْمِنِينَ All the various other commands Does he take the turn in that direction, towards the right direction, in the command of Allah Ta'ala? Or the person takes the direction and the turn towards dunya? There is a lot of dunya involved here, we'll see about this later. So all the time these turns, but the person who's got his destination in front of him, says, I want to reach Jannah safely. I want to reach the akhirat in a way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with me. Then, sometimes that turn towards the left might be looking very, very, like a very good, and everything very appeasing, very tempting and on the other side might seem not to be outwardly not so attractive but he knows that this is merely a deception, what is looking very attractive but that's the wrong term all the dangers are there and this is just on the surface it's looking like it's not attractive when a person gets into it he sees it's nothing better so a person who's got this in front of him all the time, wherever he had to he would keep making the right decisions. And in all these situations of temptation, also, he would make the decision to take the turn towards Allah. <laughs> <laughs> he would make amal on ila Allah says, Free towards Allah, run towards Allah. Abdullah bin he is traveling, he is going through the desert and as they went along, he passes a shepherd. The shepherd is what his flock of sheep, the goats. So this was a very common practice that people would be passing, passer-by, So the shepherds also had the permission from the master or of person's own animals well and good. Even if he was just a shepherd, Generally, there was permission that look, anybody passing by, chapters, you want to give them some milk, you can go ahead and give to them. So since this was a common thing, the Adi Alam asked him, in some variations, Amar Adi himself, he said, look, can you not give us some milk?" So that shepherd replied and said that I am only the shepherd, my master hasn't given me permission that I should give anybody work. So, I can't give it to you this surprised him mashallah very really good that this person is so honest he's so upright but he just wanted to test him a little bit more to see how genuine he is is it just on the surface so it's really deep down because now this person is a shepherd deep in the desert doesn't have the opportunities to be sitting close to the places where people are learned, etc he's out in the jungle so how deep, one, how deep is this person? So he said, look, now he's just testing him. He said, look, i got a, a proposition, i got an idea. i got something to offer you. The offer is that, look, I will buy one gold from you. So I will give you the money, you give me the gold. So I'm not going to still be moving on, I'll need the milk, I'll carry it, I'll have the benefit of the milk. you got the money now. What you must do is pocket the money. Take the money for yourself. Then when you are going to go in the evening your master is going to count the sheep that you went with 100 sheep you came with 99 now what happened? Where's the one? What happened to the one sheep? Was that goat? So simple. All you see is one wolf came and it suddenly pounced on one sheep and it ate it up. This happens from hand to hand. There is nothing strange, nothing not believable. He will believe you. You will have the money. I will have the goat. Nobody will be the wiser, everybody will be fine happy with it. When he now he's testing him, when he put forward this offer, the simple shepherd, deep in the desert, he immediately starts saying repeatedly on the top of his voice, Faein Allah, fa'aym Allah." In other words, you are telling me, give you the give you the goat, and you are telling me that just uh, I must pocket the money and just keep the money for myself I'm going to tell my master something, some story Can we hide this from Allah Dara? Is it possible that we can hide from Allah Dara? Is Allah Dara not aware? Is Allah Dara not watching? Allah Dara is aware of every bit of this al ayun Allah Dara knows the deception of the eye where the eye is looking and what is in the heart also another knows what a person is thinking about, what is planning what is trying to think about, what, what next to do and he that what needs to do is something that is evil Another Allah knows of him. what is planning so can we hide this? this is that lesson of a person who knows his destination and he is also conscious of that destination he is fully remembering it all the time not that he forgot about it. Now, when he gets faced with these kind of situations, that doesn't mean anything to him. He takes the right turn all the time. He's all the time taking the turn towards Allah, ta'ala. Faqirru ilallah. That flee towards Allah, ta'ala. Now, this is what we have to become conscious about in every
1: day of our life, every
0: moment of our life. To develop this consciousness of Allah, ta'ala that no matter what happens around us, what situations come about, but at all times we want to take the turn that takes us directly and straight to Jannah, our destination. We don't want to go via any other place. But for that is this great wealth of taqwa which Allah has commanded us in the Qur'an Sharif. From the beginning of the Qur'an till the end, there's the lesson of taqwa. It starts off right at the beginning and right till the end is the scheme of Taqwa. Now this very great time is coming for us. Allah, Allah keep us to witness the Mubarak month of Ramadan. In the Mubarak month of Ramadan, the whole dream is taqwa. taqwa. the consciousness of Allah becoming conscious of Allah Ta'ala. That in every aspect of life, we do that which pleases Allah, Allah. stay away from everything that this pleases Allah, Allah and this is the greatest ibadat that a person stays away from any disobedience in the hadith Sharif the last says ittaqil maharim abad al nas." stay away from haram you will become the greatest abid, the greatest worshipper stay away from haram and you will be engaged in the greatest ibadah this includes all of them already, because to not perform Salah in Haram also, meaning Salah time when a person is doing something else, that's not, that's disobedience. And to engage in some Haram act, that will be disobedience. So this is that message which the month of Ramadan comes to give us. But what happens is, unfortunately, many a times a person becomes conscious and aware that the month of Ramadan is coming when... Well, it is now maybe one hour left for the moon to be sighted or maybe even after the moon is sighted so it is like a person who he wants to run the marathon which is something futile but he wants to run the marathon when he starts deciding to run the marathon the morning that the marathon is starting so now the marathon is 70 kilometers he wants to now he wanting to get that gold medal so now he wakes up in the morning of the marathon and decides to join it so how far he's going to run? He'll run for about few kilometers. Then he told somebody, please give me a lift. I can't take it anymore. Because he didn't plan beforehand, he didn't train. No, so he's only futile. All he's going to get out of is one medal, nothing else. That we can only show off, show off with it, nothing else. It's not going to help him in any other way. But for that, what he does, if he's serious about it, he starts training six months in advance. Six months in advance, he's, every morning he's running a few kilometers, he's doing all kinds of other exercises, he's changed his diet beforehand, he's cutting out so many of his other things that he sometimes likes to do also, some measures and pleasures he's sacrificing, all so that he can run on marathon in the hope of getting one medal. Whereas, that medal is not going to help anybody, it really doesn't even help much in dunya also, and in akhira that medal is not going to help. But the month of Ramadan is coming to connect us with Allah. There is nothing greater than this, and this is what taqwa is all about. Taqwa is this developing this bond and this relationship with Allah. One is that a person is an employee. He's working somewhere. So he also is an employee, he understands that an employee. So he does his work as an employee. Time is up he says sorry, time is up going you now. That means if he's fulfilling all day, and if he's not a very, very good employee is going before time too. he will cut corners. But Mashallah is a very good employee. Then too, say, my time is up now. My work is done. I'm going. You see, but now this little bit extra has come. The extra is your job. You want me to do extra, you must not decide how much is overtime. So he will not do anything extra without the overtime. That is a, an employee. But there are two people who are very, very close friends. And now this friend is in some need of some help, some assistance. He needs to have some work done. So now the friend of his, who is a real friend, he says, but what's going to be the overtime? Is you're your friend or your employee? The friend doesn't ask, what's the overtime? If there's a very close bond between parent and child, father and son, mother and son and daughter, whatever, and now the parent is in need of some khidmat, some service, the child says, oh, my time is up, my time is up now, when he says, what kind of child are you? The parent says, is it me? Your time is up. When a person has a true bond, true relationship, there's no such thing as time. There's no such thing as what's overtime. Unfortunately, because we don't have the real relationship with Allah, then let alone being on time. For example, the Salah time came. The Salah time came went away already. One is an employee who's cutting horns, but he's still there. He came and did some work. Our time went past. The whole time went away. And he didn't even present himself. Where's the relationship? Where's the employee? Where are we? We didn't even get there. Allah is saying, don't do this. This is haram. Don't pursue your eyes. Don't look at any filth. Don't talk evil things. Don't listen to something that's sinful. Now the employee is told, Look, you don't go and do this work or you don't touch that or this is not your place. You should not be in this part of the business, doing that side. And that employee crosses the line. You say, sorry, you're quiet now, carry on. But this is Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy that so many things we cross the bound, Allah Ta'ala gives us some respite, gives us some chance. Okay, my servants will come back. My servants will still Return, they will make Tawbah, Istighfar, and they'll return to Allah Ta'ala. So this is the thing to now build this relationship, this bond with Allah Ta'ala. It's not just something dry, we perform our salah and we done. No, this is from morning till evening and evening till morning, to be conscious of Allah Ta'ala. What my Rabb is happy with? What will please my Rabb? A person is truly in love. And we're we'll talking about halal love. We're we'll not talking about any haram. But unfortunately, many people understand it more in the haram context. Because he is truly in love. he's is just newly married, whatever. And now he is at work also, but his heart is at home. And he's looking at the time when he going to get back home. Because that love is in his heart. The same is required and much more is required in terms of the love for Allah. He is our creator. He is our benefactor. Allah is sustaining us, nourishing us. Nobody else created us. And that breath we are taking every moment is the gift of Allah. Ta'ala. He is blessing us with this na'mat. Try and close our mouth and nose for one minute and see what's our condition. We are like a fish out of water. We can't, we can't survive more than that. Allah Ta'ala is allowing us to breathe free of charge every second, every minute. <coughs> this is something which is the gift of Allah. Ta'ala. All His other bounties and na'mats that sight Allah has gift. He has made it possible for us to to be able to see. Every other thing we are using is His gift. After everything Allah has blessed us with what is our response, how we are supposed to conduct ourselves. <laughs> uh, this is the opportunity again that from the side of Allah, He blesses us with these kind of opportunities that come the 15th night of Shaban which is not the from us the 15th night of Shaban then comes the month of Ramadan but from now we need to prepare for this the person who woke up on the morning of the marathon he'll never make it. So unfortunately the same happens. The first day of Ramadan comes. We suddenly are conscious now Ramadan. One day, two days, a person three, four days. Then suddenly the masjid is half. And then people are waiting for the 27th night. Again maybe they'll come back. Because we didn't plan in advance. We didn't prepare. We didn't realize what an opportunity this is. What a great moment in time this is. This is again a gift of Allah. The preparation for that from now is one sincere Toba and istighfar Every day, eagerly, very, very deeply, begging Allah Ta'ala's for forgiveness, begging his forgiveness and firmly resolving to change our lives for the better. Begging Allah Ta'ala's for forgiveness for whatever we have done and transgressed His laws, broke His commands, trying to make up for all the things that we have missed out. We have missed out of the salam we start making up that other obligations of deen we start fulfilling and we start increasing our a'mal, increasing our istighfar as we explained already, some tilawat of the Qur'an shaleed, So that when the time comes when the month of Ramadan dawns, then we are already, our heart is ready to receive. Our heart is right side up and ready to receive. Otherwise if the heart is upside down, like a cup, the cup is upside down and it's under waterfalls of Jesus falling every second. If it's upside down, how much will go inside? It'll just be as dry as ever. By means of istighfar, sincere tawbah, by turning to Allah Taala, a of the hours of the Quranjari, dua, this will turn that upside down heart inside it right side up. And that is to start now. If we turn this heart right side up, we start giving up whatever is becoming the obstacle between us and Allah Taala and build up this bond with Allah, this relationship with Allah that just as we are ready to do things for those we have love for in dunya and Allah forbids sometimes haram love but a person is ready to go to as they say, ready to go the extra mile, ready to bend over backwards to just make that beloved happy in some way, whereas then he gets a kick from the same direction Allah is our creator and benefactor, we have to develop that bond with him so that we wake up then and perform our salah out of love for him. That we leave whatever is in the way in terms of our occupation, business, job, everything, to answer the call of the ma'azin out of love for Allah. We foresee haram out of love for Allah. My Allah will be this place, I can't touch this, I can't go to this place, I can't join in that kind of function, where all this haram is taking place. That bond we have to take, is a relationship with Allah. It's not even an employee. It's far beyond that. We are the slaves of Allah, Allah, but we have this bond. We have to build this relationship. But this is what this Mubarak on, is coming for. And all the other occasions are coming between. But that has to start now. It has to start right now. We sincerely make tawbah, istikhtar. We start performing all our salah regularly. We start making something out of the daily. in A lot of tawbah, istikhar, dua, begging Allah, Allah, Allah help. For ourselves, for our families, for the entire Ummah at large. We join ourselves in the gatherings of Deen, go out in the path of Allah for a few days to recharge the spirit and soul of ours, to bring ourselves closer to Allah to bring this realization in our hearts and minds. What is our direction? Either we've forgotten where we're going, we don't even know where we're going, or we've forgotten it. To bring that consciousness alive, where am I headed to? More Allah knows best I'll survive till tomorrow. And then I want to reach directly to Jannah. I need to keep taking the right turns. For that I need to be conscious of Allah all the time. I need to be conscious of my destination. This is what we need to start preparing for with earnest dua, toba, istighfar, and the amal, and encouraging our families, encouraging one and all. Allah Ta'ala Give us the alhamdulillah.